0: Hello, and thank you for joining us with the Maximum Mediocrity podcast. My name is David Shockley, and with us today, we have... Sean Mons. So, Sean, what do we have going on today? Today, we're just going to talk
1: about other podcasts you can listen to after you're done listening to us and enjoying that sweet, sweet ear candy. We're going to talk about ones that we kind of dig, we really like, and we'll listen to constantly. Ones that just kind of fell out of favor, and other ones, you know, that have been recommended to us and that we want to keep up with. Maybe, maybe not.
0: So what are we starting with?
1: So we're actually going to start with one that we both can agree is just great. And, you know, everybody should listen to. Everybody should get a piece of this pie.
0: Cool, cool. So ones that we currently listen to right now. Yes. Great, great. And what was your pick?
1: My pick was Time Stuff with Dan Cummins. Um, he's a weekly updater and pretty Great. Great. So let me tell you guys about Time Suck. Time Suck is basically, now mind you, when my girlfriend first told me about this fucking podcast and told me the name was Time Suck, I was like, not listening to that. Mostly because I judge books by other cover. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I don't date <laughs> ugly chicks. Oh! <laughs> but uh, she told me, no, it's by this comedian, uh, Dan Cummins, somebody I'd never fucking heard of, but apparently
0: he's been in a lot of shit. <laughs> So the, the host is Dan, Dan Cummings.
1: Yeah, the Dan Dan Cummings is the host, and he pretty much is the solo guy that does this. I think he's had one extra dude on the entire. I think he's had like sixty episodes or something like that.
0: Cool, cool. What yeah. is um? What's it about? So
1: it's about different historical things or maybe current events, but it's a deep dive into a certain subject. Okay. So uh, take for instance, like he'll talk about either Martin Luther King or or his like designer babies, which is kind of like a. Topic about, you know, we're eventually going to be able to pick what genetics we want to come out of into our kid. So we get rid of genetic defects and all that other fun jazz. So, and it's trying to find like these nice middle grounds because it's not, uh, here now and Then he talks about different like religions and whatnot, how he thinks some of it's hip, um hypocritical, but he also brings into mind that there's a lot of great people in the world. And he's... That's cool. Yeah. He, so he also, throws
0: a positive spin on it.
1: Yeah, there's a positive spin on everything. He That said, he also calls out the stupid. <laughs> which is rightfully so. So, if, if you guys are a, f- a fan of, like, Philip DeFranco or whatnot, where he's got, it, like, um where they had like, these idiots of the day or douchebags of the day, he picks them out, but there's people that have, like, immortalized themselves on the internet in comment threads or whatever. And it's hilarious, the stuff he finds. And um believe it or not wherever you fall um on the comedic scale the political scale whatnot this this is really a guy for you because he bats uh, to me at least um he bats a thousand trying to put a positive spin on everything and a funny spin on everything
0: cool cool and is is he always doing history
1: it's mostly history or it might be some current events but um it's it's normal it's normally stuff that's either happening now and it's a deep dive into like an interesting subject But it is mostly history. Like, how do we get here type deals.
0: Oh, that's pretty cool.
1: Yeah. For instance, like, uh, his Martin Luther King, one of the, you know, probably one of the most known names, but not a lot of people actually know a lot of stuff about him, like about his personal life, like these little things. And the great thing is, like, this hour and a half podcast will give you, like, nice little personal details to kind of make you feel like you know the person
0: a little bit better. Oh, that's good. So it's... it's like a behind the scenes almost. It's
1: it's how it feels. It, uh, it it is honestly how it feels and it's great.
0: Things you didn't know about the people
1: that, you know. Yeah. And then there's other stuff too, um like I'm a huge history buff. Like I know I know a lot about Rasputin and he'll go into deep dives about shit I had no idea about. Wow. Or maybe myths that I thought were true that really just are not. Very
0: cool, very cool. So, what was so what's your like your favorite thing about that podcast about time suck? My favorite thing as far as the,
1: first off, he checks a million different, like, points of reference. So you're not just getting one little segment. Like, this one historian who could be a crackpot, like the Aliens guy off of History Channel. Oh, yeah! yeah. The guy, we used to make
0: memes about him. Aliens.
1: Aliens. Has nothing, no, fun fact, has nothing to do with Aliens his like i think his degrees in like hotel management or some shit like that <laughs> it has nothing to do with like any kind of science
0: wow which doesn't really surprise me yeah
1: so um he also brings in the I, I like that he he loves to call people out like history channel he calls history channel out all the time because history channel virtually no history now it's a lot of speculation like if you ever watched Pawn stars there's some cool things here and there but a lot of that's staged it's
0: Oh yeah, it's just well, and I think that this, as far as as far as the History Channel is concerned, it's TV, and it's TV. There's some form of fabrication with it, and I think that the History Channel, they, we have this assumption that it's true because it's called the History Channel. But it's just like all the other TV. It's manufactured.
1: Yeah, it's manufactured. But it, like H and Aliens, for instance. Yeah, he kind of he kind of brings back up. He goes, they really kind of forego a lot of information. There's a lot of half
0: truths in there.
1: Oh yes, yeah. And, and
0: mostly taking an inch and going a mile
1: yeah and it's and it's not because you know they're trying to be dishonest with you it's because they need to make ratings and they have to make money somehow yep gotta so, follow that dollar yeah so he he does bring in those like keep that in consideration like he's he's not bashing them because you know they're not giving you the whole truth he just he just brings up to the point like you can't listen to one thing and be like gospel you have to get multiple sources
0: oh cool so he kind of he does kind of a critical thinking thing
1: yeah as well yeah, that's and that's fantastic, I think. He did that with um, like the Salem Witch Trials. So something I didn't know, learned that uh, it's a good possibility that there's a fungus in the wheat bread they were eating that, was, that, make, that would make them tweak out like they did. Now, mind you, some of the stuff pretty obviously made up, but the, the, origi- the original symptoms like seizures, uh, hallucinating, something like that could
0: be attributed to a fungus that may have been in the bread. Holy hell, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. So, in fairness, what was maybe something that you don't like about it? Like, if, if it's on the top, like how how would you like the show to improve? What's something that you don't like that you'd like to change? I would I would
1: honestly change something because sometimes he he jokes a little too far with it, and you're like, oh, what the fuck happened here? And then he's like, oh, a joke, and I'm like, fuck, where did the joke start? Uh, can you give me an example? Uh, for instance, uh, like the UFO sighting thing. He can, you can call me stupid for this, but uh, he started he started going into the joke, and it was maybe like a one-minute joke, but it went a little far, because he's talking about all the abductions and this, that, and the other. He goes, and like Texas, like 100 people were abducted, and then a bunch of cattle were killed for something, and it's just continuous, like, roller coaster like that, he just builds and builds and builds, and you're like, I don't remember hearing anything about this. When the fuck did this happen? And he'll be like, oh, it's a joke. I'm like, fuck!
0: All oh, right. so he kind of... He kind of throws in, like, like he's telling you about something, yeah. and then he's going, he's going, and then it just takes, like, a left turn. Takes a left turn into and a joke. And he's joking into it, and then he lets you know, oh, just kidding, that didn't actually happen. Back yeah. to the story. Back to the story,
1: but it, 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 sometimes it, fall, it I understand why he does it, because he is a comedian, but at the same time, uh, when you're, like, really immersed in this, especially how I get sometimes, uh-huh. you, you're kind of like, fuck, when the uh, facts start and when the facts end. Mm. And you're you're having to re-listen to that one little bit sometimes.
0: Oh god, because you're like, oh, because you're trusting his information. He's yeah. telling you factual information. You're trying to learn, and then he kind of veers off onto a joke, and he doesn't he doesn't prep you for it. Yeah, he does. He, there's no like real prep for that. Again, that's you know, annoying.
1: It's 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 annoying. I'm not gonna say say change anything. It's just one of those things. I'm like, fuck, really? Yeah, I understand. You don't necessarily know how to change it, but yeah, but that's it. That would be your biggest concern. I wouldn't I wouldn't kill his flow. Other than that, Michael fucking McDonald. If you could not ever sing fucking Michael fucking McDonald, any of his songs ever again, I'd be the happiest person in the world. Who's Michael McDonald? He's apparently a musician that I had never heard of, but he'll sing little bits of it and I'll get that shit stuck in my head. <laughs> so when I'm at work, I'll sing parts that he's saying and I'm like... There you go. Because <laughs> this is not music I know any part of. I don't know who... I never knew who Michael uh, McDonald was. Never knew any of his music until he started singing. And now I got these little bits in his voice
0: stuck in my head. <laughs> he ninja you.
1: Yeah, he did. And what's worse is I and think it's ninja'd. wrong. <laughs> I think some of the lyrics are
0: wrong. So it's, you can't even look up the lyrics because they're wrong. Yeah. yeah can look right. up the song. Very good. And who would. All right. So if who is this podcast for and maybe who isn't it for?
1: So if you're not able to, I'm going to start by saying this, this is not for people that are not able to reach reach across the aisle to have, like, common ground or a good laugh. If you can't laugh at yourself, you cannot listen to this podcast. Okay. Because it's jokes on everyone. If you are a stingy little shit, not for you. All right? If you're running into a random podcast saying that they're sexist and this is why fucking Trump won, uh, won not for you. <laughs> this is, like, if you, if you really can't laugh at yourself, this is not for you. But- if you need a good laugh, if you want to learn history, if you just want to be smarter, all around, and kind of cut through a lot of the bullshit, this is a great. Pl- it's a great place to be. The community is great too. And awesome. Oh, they
0: have a community, like no, a, like do. a you know an active community. Yeah,
1: a little active community, and it's and it's and it is fantastic. So nobody there is there there to judge you or anything like that unless you say some really stupid shit, they're gonna be like, yo, bro, chill out. Yeah. Why get out? <laughs> why only this? silly hats allowed here? Yeah, pretty much. But that's that's a great thing, because they, they have their own quote-unquote religion, and, which is the Church of Nimrod. Uh, I'm trying to remember the exact details. Do they just
0: worship uh, that one Green Day album? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong, I love that album uh, more than most people, so uh, it sounds like this is the religion for me, if that's the case. Uh, well, Nimrod demands that you kill small puppies in order to... Like
1: show that you're subservient to him. I gotta do what you gotta do, man. Gotta do what you gotta There's do. It's a great ass album. He's got the head of a ju- uh, chupacabra, eyes of two sons, and we all live in his testicles.
0: <laughs> that's great. Well, awesome, awesome. Well, sounds like you did a sounds like you did your own little deep dive on him, and uh, I think that's a great I think that's a great review. Yeah,
1: like I said, guys. If you if anything else, please check them out. They're fucking fantastic. But I'm sure I'm not the only one in here that's actually got good podcasts. What do you have for me?
0: So mine is, fuck is mine, <laughs> and he checks the notes. So the podcast that I like, this is one I uh, listen to, uh, I can't not recommend this to people. Uh, the one I like, it's 99% Invisible. Have you heard of this? I have fucking no idea. What the hell is that? So 99% Invisible is a podcast about design, and it it is kind of also like a deep dive similar to similar to yours where they bring in a topic or they they talk about design stuff where the I, I think the general idea behind the name is that a really good design is nearly invisible and you don't notice it and this is a show that really puts a spotlight on really good design that we take for granted
1: oh really okay so now I this is going to sound really dumb is it like to like technical fields or is
0: it Maybe backyard DIY stuff? What the hell is it? So uh, a lot of it, it they kind of go all across the board. Uh, generally, they, like, a lot of times they'll talk about architecture, uh, and they'll talk about good architecture, and, and they kind of bring you up to speed. So things that, like, an engineer would really enjoy listening to, or, okay. you know, people that are in some kind of creative design field, a working field in that matter. So it's, like, tips and tricks? Not even tips and tricks. Uh, for, for example, like, they will tell you about, like, the history of a building in dubai oh i'd fucking love that and they say this is this building in dubai this is how it got here this is why it looks like it looks which is a very odd design uh this is what it represented this is what it was supposed to do this is kind of what it turned into and it gives you the story of these interesting uh interesting design related stories i'm trying to think of another one so i, I imagine that some of this
1: stuff that like w- let's say like the uh, taj mahal for instance uh, why it looks that way, the culture that made it designed that way, um, the technology they had at the time I'm sure
0: it's if I'm wrong, let me know. Yes yes so you pretty much got it and why so they would do the Taj Mahal if like making the if the Taj Mahal was made in a unique way and they would talk about how the unique way like this unique little feature about how the Taj Mahal was made is the reason we have it this way to look at. Oh see now I would fucking dig the hell out of that. It is awesome. It makes me feel like a smart person. See, yeah, that's
1: that's the thing. I love I love podcasts that make you a little bit smarter than what you started out with, and it's always
0: great to bombard people with stupid facts. Yes, yes, and it's it's just uh, like one one episode they did was about the knocked box. Have you ever heard of a knocked box? It sounds familiar, but I couldn't tell you off the top of my head what it is. And I hope I'm pronouncing it right. Knocked box. But this is the there's a little box on a lot of buildings, private buildings, public buildings, that firefighters can use, and in that box is the keys to get in the building, but you've never seen it. Even though you've looked at that box a million times walking into a building, you've never noticed it because it's designed to be forgettable. It's designed to not be noticed unless you're a firefighter or someone that is in an emergency situation that they know where to look to, to find it. Okay, that's fucking interesting. And they talk about like, and why is it designed that way? Uh, you know, how does it work, etc., etc. And really, really cool stuff like that. Unique design-related stories. I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. That's actually that sounds like a lot of fun. I tell you, I I recommend it to. to, Personally, I would recommend it to anybody. But for the purposes of like review Mm -hmm. purposes, I'd say you know if you're if you're looking for it is kind of like a deep dive. Mm -hmm. So anybody that likes to learn and deep dives and just kind of likes these quirky little facts and knowing things, uh, I definitely recommend it to them. It has a really polished feel to it so uh it's it's really well produced and put together it also they also do investigative journalism about it uh for example one of the episodes was about was about a, uh, a type of lottery uh, in another country and so they went out to that to that i shouldn't say country they went out to that area and they learned about how their lottery system works and how it's different from america's lottery oh, okay
1: so i was going to ask um because not not no offense to anybody. Normally, when I hear investigative journalism, I'm like, "You're a fucking liar," because <laughs> it's some shit you found on the
0: internet that you're like, "Gospel g- frogs are gay." <laughs> the lizard people. The lizard people. <laughs> Though this is about. So, like, they went out to this area. They actually sent uh, someone out to to learn about this because what had happened was this lottery. A town won the lottery, like this tiny little village. What? So what? So. You know how, like, we have, like, lottery pools that we mm-hmm. do here in America? So th- this lottery is so fucking huge that it's very common for for you to, for, every, like, a, like, a large group of people to all buy one ticket. And then they all share a portion of that. So even, like, if you won a fifth, if you won, you get a fifth of that prize, and that is still an incredible sum of money. And tickets are, I assume, very expensive. So in this case, some, like, this town they they you know they distributed tickets and people bought the tickets uh but they and the town won except one guy was never offered a ticket and so they went and they interviewed that guy
1: okay and that, <laughs> that would
0: suck to be that guy could you imagine uh, like i didn't have to i i listen, listen to the guy talk about it I, and just me from the other side i'd be like you know what fuck you fred Nope. I didn't want that ticket anyway. Yeah. They just never, because he lived like right on the outskirts of the village. So they forgot to go to his house. Oh, fuck. How you, you've
1: made that little bit of impact in this tiny Hess town that they forgot about you. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And, and, but it was interesting because then he is now making a film about the town winning the lottery and he's getting, and he was getting commissioned to make that because everybody can afford the commission now. Yeah. I imagine so. Mm-hmm. But so it was all about, like, the design of the lottery, how it works, and then how it got to the situation. Yeah, I mean, I'll be 100%. I'm not even
1: totally sure how our lottery works. I understand that you buy a ticket and you get numbers and match those numbers up. And if you match certain numbers up, you get a certain amount of prize. I don't know,
0: man. I don't fucking play it either. Yeah. So I know more about this, like, this other country's lottery than I know about our own. But I do know this. I want to win it. Yeah, <laughs> it'd be nice to win it. Um, but oh, so this this podcast is for people that that do that do want to learn, but it's also very very information heavy. Mm-hmm. So it's not like you can do a lot while you're listening to the podcast. You, you it kind of it really grabs your attention. So it's it sometimes can get difficult to listen to like while you're at work or maybe while you're driving would be okay. Uh, but you know like when you're parking, maybe best to to pause it because it you get really interested and in you get really engrossed. Oh, that is that is one issue I have with some podcasts.
1: You, you just get real engrossed, and you you think you're functioning regularly in life, and you're just absolutely fucking up. I ran into a tree once. Oh, my God. Like, I, it was one of those things I was like, this is really fucking... Boom! <laughs> oh, my God. So, safe to say you didn't listen
0: to that podcast. Anymore. No,
1: I stopped it. That was one of the ones I was like, yeah, okay, you know what? I'm going to tone down on this when I fall, Maybe when I fall asleep, I'll listen to it, but... <laughs> the, running into a tree. And it wasn't even like it was a small tree, either. This was a fairly sized tree. <laughs> oh man and I, uh, I walked full force in that the sucker geez. like you ever walk you ever walk into a door like it's pitch black in your room you're like fuck where's the goddamn light and the door is just cracked enough or, oh that's the worst where it doesn't have any give and you run into like and you're not even walking fast but if for some reason the moment you hit it it's like you just ran full speed
0: into this bitch <laughs> <laughs> just caught throwing caution to the wind everything's great you're yeah. living boom and you're down yeah boom down some dumbass shit but I do love
1: podcasts that really make me engrossed in what harm I'm doing.
0: Oh, you know what? Another another great example of, like, what this podcast does, uh, it was talking about uh, letters to the president. And me and Abby, we put it on, and we just listened to it. We were, it was listening to, like, radio as your TV, like, old school style. And we listened to the whole thing, and it was really, really great. It was all about uh, when you, like, when you send a letter to the president, how does that get to the president? Did you know that there is an entire committee that reads every single letter I did not I honestly thought that was just something that goes, huh, nope, 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 oh
1: money, okay, I'll talk to somebody.
0: Yeah no, no, no <laughs> so there's a committee and this was they were talking about like when uh, when Barack Obama was in office that he would ask for like a certain I think it was four or five letters a day and he would read those for that day and this committee was was tasked with finding which letters he should be reading. He can't read them all, so this committee reads them all and then uh, you know I, I believe that is as, as much shit as people gave him. I do believe
1: he genuinely loved America. I think he still does. Oh, I, to this day, I think he's a little disappointed
0: with us, with our current situation, but... this, <laughs> Regardless, this regard- was a very interesting yeah. concept about... Now I know how how the president receives letters, is that he has a whole group of people that, that picks it out for him.
1: I, I'm not going to lie to you. I literally thought he just had a secretary that was like,
0: not reading, not reading, not reading. Look at that. I'm now not you know, reading, See, not reading. this is why you have to listen to this podcast. It, yeah. you, it, you, you learn, you take down a lot of misconceptions. No shit. I'm actually really surprised that there's a committee for that. Yeah, yeah. That's cool, though. Now, Uh, I will say this. There are... The podcast isn't without faults, in fairness. I listen to it, and I love it, but there's reasons people wouldn't listen to it. Obviously, the one where, you know, you do have to actively listen to it, so it's not really for the casual listener that just needs background noise, because you're going to tune, you're going to kind of tune back in, you're not going to know what the fuck they're talking about. Also, sometimes their topics can get a little political. They, okay. they, they seem to be a little politically biased, not to say that they can't talk about politics or current events, but sometimes you feel like maybe they're pushing an agenda that they have or not an agenda. But, you know, they're 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 pushy one way, they're they're, they're pushing you into their own beliefs. And sometimes that can get a little frustrating because I'm just thinking, just tell me about the design. I just want to learn about the world around me. And you're over here telling me about the Confederacy.
1: Understandable. I, I can get that. That's actually, that's one thing. So I listen to a lot of different podcasts, but I used to listen to a lot of political podcasts, and then I was like, you know what? Done with this because you're making my life miserable. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> I just, I just want to listen to something cool and interesting. That's why, like, you you have yours. That's why I have time suck. It's just, it, not only that, he's able to laugh at himself when somebody points out, like, stupid shit he's did. He did, like, for, he pronounced uh, genome as genome. Genome as genome. Genome. Because he had it written down, and he was like, oh, genome it's just how he read it
0: oh gotcha gotcha okay. and he's a and he's able to
1: he's able to do like little time sucker updates is what he calls it and people will be like yo dumbass that's not how you say that <laughs> and they'll give him the phonetical spelling and so it's it's it, to me it's nice to hear somebody be able to laugh at themselves for it And that's always great but 99% invisible that's definitely something i'll have to check out so what's our next segment well the next segment is just podcasts that we just don't listen to anymore. We fell out of favor, or for whatever reason, the host is just something
0: we just want to kill a little bit. So for some reason, we used to listen to it, and something happened, and it fell out of favor. Yep. Chop that right off on the block. Gotcha, gotcha. So what was yours? For me,
1: that was um, Tech PB. What's it called? Tech PB. Okay. T E C H P B. And what's that about? It's about paintball, believe it or not.
0: Really? Yeah. This is something. Paintball podcast. Ever heard of that?
1: Yeah. It's um. This is back. Oh God, this is way back. This is like an 08. Oh, oh um, 08. Yeah, this is, I know. I sound old, but it's, <laughs> it's almost ten years ago now. Think I about, think. That.
0: I think a bunch of listeners just rolled their eyes.
1: This is ten years ago for us. So, like, I was fifteen at the time. Yeah. And this is back when I was actually getting really, really into paintball, going going through the stages. Like, I was signing up for events. I had a team. Um, we were getting sponsors, which, by the way, I don't know if you know this, but for 15-year-old to get sponsors, that's really fucking difficult. Jeez. And a lot of people laugh at you when you call them on the phone. <laughs> they still laugh, so. Yeah, they still laugh. I can only
0: imagine trying to do that at 15. Yeah. This is back when I had skater hair and highlights. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> like, you, Doing was, paintball. you were that kid. I was that kid. Gotcha. But um,
1: But we were so excited because we were going to events. We were winning events and everything. And this is one of the podcasts that kind of started me, you know, going, you know what? I can fucking do this. Nice. I can do this. Cool. And um, it's uh, Mike. I can't remember his last name because the podcast
0: no longer exists. Oh, well, then I guess that's one reason why you don't listen to it anymore. Well, it's, it's one reason. But
1: the the big reason um, I stopped listening to it is because I had to become an adult. Yeah. I, when I
0: joined. game
1: adulthood. Yeah, right. When I joined the military, I just never got back into, uh, back into paintball like I used to because I played at a really high level. And then when I got um, out of that. It's really difficult, even if it's just six months, to get back into something. But then I also had a full time job on the, air, um, at the airport, the air, the uh, strip, in order to have to fix planes and whatnot. So I didn't have any time to do this. Uh, on top of that, because this, like, there was forty hours of my life dedicated to this a week
0: oh, okay. of just practice. Yeah. Oh yeah so, um, yeah, I'm sure. So you kind of got out of it because you you weren't as much into the paintball thing anymore.
1: Yeah, just I was not able to do it. I couldn't do it. I had to be an adult now. Oh. Okay. Um, I no longer just, I no longer had the sponsors anymore because another thing in wait, a lot of uh, companies just went out of business because of the- uh, Yeah,
0: big big crash. Yeah, big, 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 big no. crash.
1: And it's one of the big reasons I just kind of fell out of it, but I used to love this podcast. Um, looking back on it now, because I had to listen to some of it uh, to kind of remember a bit of it, I don't know why I was into it. Really? I really don't. I think it's cuz I'm I was angsty and 15 at the time. Yep. That, that, that's a reason for a lot of dumb behavior. Because looking looking back on it, the dude was cool most of the time. But sometimes he could
0: be a real douche.
1: Oh, man. And, and it's just some some things I just do, like being older. I'm not old by much. I'm 25. I'm still I'm still a kid. Um, but there's just some shit out there I just don't appreciate. He would call out on um uh, Companies for doing one thing or another, and knowing now, just the companies trying to stay relevant. Still, uh, a lot of the companies are now just out of the fucking business because they couldn't stay relevant.
0: Yeah, yeah. So he was he was he was getting mad at companies for doing company stuff.
1: Yeah, he getting mad at companies for doing company stuff. He was getting mad at different leagues for doing uh, league things. And don't be wrong, this was this would have been a great podcast if you were like me at the time, angsty, needed. Like an outlet to know where the do to do for paintball tips, tricks, stuff like that. It was tied to a YouTube channel, but they did, I, I want to say it was like once a week they did this podcast. It was live. It was always live. Oh, wow. No editing. No editing. And it's like three hours long. And um, I called three in. Three hours? Yeah, that's what it ran for. Oh, my God. And iTunes used to, I used to listen to it off of iTunes. And I called in a couple times. Uh, nice. Just, too, well, because I was curious, because like, I need they had a lot of technical stuff too that I could learn off of. Especially when you're modifying your guns back then, you, like there wasn't really a good science to it, except to ask the guys that have done it forever.
0: Yeah, that's cool. So you, yes, you'd actually gain knowledge from them.
1: Yeah. So I call in, and but one of the reasons reasons too that I I admit kind of fell, I fell out of favor for one of the moderators. All right, it's on the and on the side. There's a live feed of the live feed. You can see the chat.
0: Kind of like a almost like a, like a Twitch stream now.
1: Yeah. Or a cam girl stream. Cam girl stream. <laughs> but you can see the chat on the side and one of the moderators, and I can't remember what her name was, but I was asking about a problem I was having with one of my guns, but it just kept over gassing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I was like, i tried to change out this, I've tried to change out that. And she was going, he's a liar, he's a liar, he doesn't know what he's talking about, da 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 I can see this in the chat going, and I was like, what the fuck are you talking about?
0: He just said they said you were a liar. They said they were just they calling this moder- me out for no fucking reason. Yeah,
1: and to me, I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? No, the dude I was talking to, it wasn't Mike. He was uh, his friend at the time that helped him um, that I was talking to. was Mike was the Mike was the main guy. Then it was his buddy. I can't remember who his name was. Okay. I think it was John or something like that. And he just, he was trying to help me out because he, he goes, well, you know, when you get a different tolerance, this, that, and the third. I just remembered this stream and just she, he's a liar, she's a liar. And I was like, you know what, I'll, just, I'll talk to you guys later. And I hung up, never call it again.
0: Wow. So one person. So wait, so this was somebody... This is a moderator. Okay, moderator in the stream. Yeah, you're trying. So you wait. So you were typing.
1: I wasn't typing. No, no, It was me actually on a phone call with him talking. Oh,
0: and then they got this person. Yeah. Texted. That's fucking
1: weird. Yeah, and I, I felt. I felt so. Why would you lie about that? Yeah, and I, and I was really curious because this is a lot of money I spent in on this thing, and I was trying to get it to work correctly.
0: Yeah, and and it generally it's bad form to call out your listener base. Like, these are people that are are actively listening, actively participating in your conversation, and you're just going to try to shut them down. And and it's Skuldigen, and that... that
1: yeah, that's another thing. Is just like I, I didn't want anybody in the feed thinking I was just being a liar. I, I really had questions, and I'm sure there's other people that that had the same issue, just didn't think to ask the question.
0: Yeah, and you're and you're 15 at the time, so you're impressionable. You, you know, you want to be cool. You don't want to. You kind of you want to fit in. Mm-hmm. So you know, your ego is fairly fragile when you're when. You're oh yeah, yeah, no,
1: That I was very embarrassed by that. I was like, no, you know what? Um, yeah.
0: yeah, and that too. You, you have to be sensitive to your listener base and you have to appeal to them it sounds like they didn't do that mm-hmm. so don't
1: be wrong i would if you're a paintballer i would tell you to listen to the podcast to the extent of my knowledge though because i googled this quite a bit it doesn't exist anymore well hey it's easy. archived but other than that
0: hmm, nothing so cso yeah, so it's not even like you could you could like read it back to get like stat well you could probably you know listen to old episodes to maybe get some technique information but i'm sure all the stats are out of date now all the equipment that they use is out of date you know yeah as technology and equipment has upgraded to the extent of my knowledge that they only use like the computer mic oh god
1: I they might have had like one that you could connect to it but I don't think it was anything special
0: definitely mm. not as nice as this stuff nice when and this is a modest setup even from from a professional audio standpoint we we's very modest setup yeah so and
1: that was just one I just yeah, for whatever reason it just that's the reason it fell out of favor for me I felt slighted mind you I was 15. So let's let's keep this in mind. My as you said, my ego is very fragile. Yeah. Yeah. And uh but what's one that just fell out of favor for you though? What why did
0: you stop listening to a podcast? So the mine was I also kind of have a I don't wanna say a personal vendetta, but but I the reason I stopped listening to it was just it just made me angry one time. Or a, too many times mm-hmm. and so I also felt slighted by them. But I never called in or anything like that like you had. For me, it's a show called Benjamin Walker's Theory of Everything. This sounds familiar. I probably have talked to you about it before because of how frustrated I've gotten with it. Uh Benjamin Walker's Theory of Everything just it's it's also a Radiotopia uh podcast. It's made by Radiotopia, which are mm-hmm. the same people that make 99% Invisible. Okay. So when so I thought so I was rec- so when I was listening to 99% Invisible, they talked about it. And I said, oh, yeah, sure. You know, since I love this show, I'll probably like this other one that they make because it seemed to have a similar concept where it was investigative journalism. They're kind of they're teaching you about things that aren't very well known, kind of, uh, oh, did you know, but with a more personalized twist to it. Really, overall, I don't I never really quite understood the concept they were going for. But again, I was just willing to give it a shot because it was it was recommended uh, by 99 percent invisible. Obviously, they're invested in it. <laughs> they, they also make that show as well. So what I got out of it, it's you have Benjamin Walker, who is he's just talking to you about stuff, about uh, sometimes kind of conspiracy ish kind of things where it's like the did you know this or it's like the dark side of this concept. A lot of times I talk about like tech companies. Uh, uh, for example, they talk about uh, like our cybersecurity. And uh, what's being done behind the scenes with our cyber security or uh, what information are we putting on the Internet and how is that tracking us?
1: Okay, so every now and then it kind of dabbles into the Alex Jones territory.
0: A little bit, yeah, yeah. And I think what was mainly frustrating about it for me is that they would do this investigative journalism and they'd have these interviews with, with anonymous people, like ex-employees from Google that will not be named for their... You know, for their, their protection. Safety. And then the interview sounds so fucking scripted. It's ridiculous. And I was really annoying because it seems like they want to give you this, but they're they're giving you this and they're calling it something else. You know, they're saying this is truth, but clearly there's more g- behind the scenes going on. It's like, if you tell me that this is scripted, that's fine. But it, it seemed disingenuous.
1: Yeah, they put at least like a little card down there like, hey, haha, also joke, half you guys believe this. Something, <laughs> like some. something,
0: and it was it, uh, it was half very interesting,
1: half conspiracy ish. See, that's that would irritate me a little bit too. Don't be wrong; we've all got down. And if any of you guys uh, deny this, you're a liar because we've all claw- crawled down that conspiracy uh, window <laughs> once in our life. Yeah. It may have been for like a week, may have been for a year, it may have been for a lot longer time for some people. But we all go co- down this conspiracy theory because we want to believe in this stuff.
0: It's interesting. It's it's these yeah. dark little secrets, these mysteries. This they didn't want you to know, but you're hearing it here first, kind of stuff. So like, I, I get I get why they would want to do that. But it's like you said, when it sounds
1: scripted, you're like, it's bullshit. Yeah. Why? Why would you? Why would you do this? That's one. That's actually one thing. Um, I kind of learned to go. Well, why?
0: Yeah. It's you. You have to stop and say, is this totally bullshit? Like. It, and that's what's really annoying is that the people that made the boldest claims on that show were people that could not be verified. When you actually have the guy's name and, and what he does and all that, oh, cl- then out of nowhere, he has very modest claims to make, or he's just adding to a story that you could find elsewhere. But the second they have an anonymous person, it's like, this is fucking unbelievable. And with the show The Theory of Everything, it's presented as factual and and doesn't give you any anything to work with. Also, this may sound selfish, fucking hate the narrator's voice you know what i get you i don't say that often and i i fucking hate that i that i don't like it because i don't like judging people off things that they can't control Mm -hmm. but it has this laissez-faire and it's super fucking monotone and it drives me up a wall to the point where like i almost i stopped listening just for that alone i was like okay you know what if you want to talk conspiracy theories that's fine because this is just one person saying something and i can take that as fact but when it doesn't even sound like you're interested in your own topics, that's really annoying. With that being said, I'm, I'm okay with the conspiracy stuff, but it, you can't present it as fact. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, one of the episodes they had, he this seemed, this seemed kind of irresponsible to me, where he says, you know what, we had an interview with this guy, and I don't know what to make of it, so I'm just going to let it run in its entirety. And it's this, and that was, I think, the ex Google employee thing, where he goes, and this guy tells this tall tale about how Google is tracking everything, and and all this, like, re- like even for tracking information kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. This guy had some bold motherfucking claims. Like, we all know that yes, tech companies are tracking our information; they know when we eat, sleep, poop, etc. But yeah, so they this, can sell us shit. Yes, yeah, so they can sell shit to it. But this guy was saying like r- like really bold claims on top of that. Like he's giving it to the government. They're making the frogs gay, lizard people, that kind of stuff. Uh, yeah, kind of on maybe not quite that bold, but you I mean, get my point.
1: I get, I get, what you're saying.
0: Like bold claims need bold evidence. Exactly. And this guy was an anonymous guy that they couldn't say the name of, and they didn't just let the interview play. It was clearly a scripted. It like he, you know, you could tell that he had a chance to do the lines over. We do that sometimes too. Fuck it, we've done that for this. Mm-hmm. You know where we have to segment stuff because we want to make sure that we're presenting our ideas clearly, but. We can admit it. Yeah, no shit, right? I, we're not trying to hide anything. And I think that it was it was odd to just have this guy on, make this bold claim on your platform, and then not fucking fact check anything. Not carry through on this. Yeah, it, it just seemed like a like a uh, – I feel like I got clickbaited.
1: So yeah, and that's the thing. Um, and that's why when you said investigative journalism, I kind of squinted at you a little bit um, for the other podcast because normally when I hear that, it's, oh, I interviewed some dude and didn't check anything exactly exactly um it's to me that's investigative journalism like why did this happen why is it like this so on so forth
0: because mm-hmm. the good question of why it, yeah so I, I guess if i say like the pros and cons of it mm-hmm. uh i the pros to, again playing devil's advocate it does have good stuff on there some I, I hate to admit it but the uh one of the like tracking information episodes for digital information they talk about a, a plugin called adnasium or Ad, Adnasium which is a, a web browser plugin that you can get that will, uh, not only does it block ads, but it also clicks on the ads as well. That way, every time you click on an ad, that goes, you know, and you have cookies enabled, it will then, you know, a company tracks that information of what ad you're clicking on to, tr- to try to tailor the kind of ads they'll give you in the future. So ad or ad nauseum, it just, it blocks them all and it clicks every single one. So you're, you're overloading it with information about yourself. So it knows nothing. That's hilarious. Instead of not giving them anything, you give them too much. They can't do anything with the info, and I hate that. I hate that I, I use that because of the podcast that I don't like anymore. So, for pros and cons. Again, it has good information on there. I just don't think it's presented correctly, and I think that some uh, you know a uh, uh, writing change can really make it an interesting podcast. I can get that. I I you know what I I, I
1: feel like because there's a lot of stuff I I eventually had to stop listening to just because of something like that like you're not substantiating evidence you can't make a claim and then not have something to show me for it
0: yeah yeah or or e- you can do that but but let me know that up front like okay this is fiction or this is this like like don't print pres- it's you remember those old like ghost stories TV shows yes it's like that okay
1: okay all right I get that that makes sense yeah that you know what that makes sense so I'd take it then. If you're into those old ghost stories, this might be the podcast for you. If
0: you're down with bullshit and you like you and you like a, a, a like a robot voice giving you that information, this is this is for you.
1: All right. Yeah, it's Jones crowd, you got something else to listen to. Yep. But anyway, so what we got next though, Just podcasts we just got into and something maybe we fell in love with or maybe
0: we think we have in love with or maybe something we're just never going to listen to ever again. So these are ones that are recommended to us that we don't we Reached out into the void to try out. We're testing the waters on these.
1: Yeah, this is something that, hey, you should listen to this. Did it pan out for us or did it not? Gotcha.
0: So what was yours? What was your new pick?
1: So I was originally going to go with Crimes and Sports. Decided not to do that because I listened to one episode and went, I still hate sports. And and (laughs) you
0: reached a little too far
1: out of your comfort zone. Reached a little too far because I'll be honest to you guys, I have no interest in sports whatsoever. I like crime, but I learned really quickly, didn't care about sports at all, even
0: if there is crime. So I went to another one. That's a tough balance. Like, and I don't mean to interrupt you, but like Bill Burr's podcast, Mm -hmm. I really like his podcast. He talks about sports, but still seems to make it interesting for people that aren't interested in sports. Yeah. I literally couldn't
1: care less about sports. And I I thought this would be something interesting because I love crime. I love how crimes are committed, especially like devious ones. Ooh. All right. Because, you know, you never know when you need to get out of a top. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> but it, it just. You it, want to
0: succeed where others have failed and you got to kind of figure it out.
1: Yeah. But uh, I, listen, I got three podcasts. I got three podcasts in. I said, fuck this. Let me go to the very end one. Maybe this got mo- more interesting. Didn't. I have no interest in this whatsoever. And it's not because I didn't. I didn't particularly care about it. I mean, it actually is because I didn't care about it. But it's not because it's a bad podcast. It's just I had no care for it, so I decided to go to an other one that Amazon decided to uh, recommend to me. That one was Lore. This one was recommended to me by Amazon Prime, believe it or not. I was just kind of hmm. digging around trying to find something to, to listen to, and it had um on there as one the few very few free things they have that you don't have to buy. <laughs> um, is
0: Lore. What's the podcast about?
1: Podcast is is about the lore that you hear, uh, like ghost stories. Maybe like the origins of certain things. All right, where they talk about why are you afraid of the dark? Like, and they give you like a dark nightmare story. This guy writes stories for a li- like ghost stories for a living. Okay, and he's he kind of gives this really creepy vibe. He's he's obviously a younger, at least he sounds younger, but he's got nice background music and it's very calming but creepy at the same time
0: hmm. as he kind of goes into these stories. Uh, so, so just to make sure I'm on the same page, so this is so this is a podcast about stories that he has written or the origin of these stories? The
1: origin of why we're afraid of certain things.
0: Oh, okay. Oh, origin of fears.
1: Yeah, origin of fears or stuff like that. Now, I haven't gotten very far into this podcast. I'm only about three episodes in, which is a little surprising because they're only like 20 minutes to 30 minutes long. Wow. Yeah, it's too That's short. Sure, but
0: they, they, can, they can get through them. You can get through a bunch.
1: Oh, fuck that. They're too short. <laughs> oh, my God. First first
0: thing is they're too short.
1: They're way too short. I, I, I understand this dude's probably on like a time crunch. He's obviously, obviously an author. and He's got a million other things to do. But I got to tell you, man, like a good hour-long podcast is great. An hour and a half, even better. This is, Like hour and a half, I think, is like the peachy point. After that, I kind of lose interest. Any less than that, you know, you got me half in it. Cause okay. Because I'm, I'm trying to kill time when I'm listen th- listening to things.
0: Mm-hmm. You're and a more casual listener.
1: I'm, I'm a very casual listener, but I love to learn stuff. And this, the, only, the big issue, I'll admit this, the big issue is he, it's not really deep dove in enough. It's kind of like a very big gloss over. Like, oh, this is probably why. Okay. And, but don't be wrong, you, you do feel the genuine uh, feeling of being creeped out at least. Every now and then I'll get like a little bit of goosebumps because the way, especially the way he talks, it can get creepy and it can be very subtle. It can be upbringing. He's, he know he's obviously a story writer because he does this great with his voice.
0: Great. So almost he's almost like a voice actor. He, he almost sounds like a professional voice actor.
1: Yeah, almost sounds like a professional voice actor. He does. I'll I'll admit this. He he makes me feel things. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> love, <laughs> love, very bad fear. But he'll, he'll he does talk about like, all right, why are we afraid of the dark? Yeah. All right, what about werewolves and stuff like that? And he'll give, he'll give like a little historical gloss over very or cool. or a theory as to why.
0: And I think that's really cool. I just wish it was a lot longer. <laughs> Okay, so one, so some things you didn't like about it. One, it's too long, or it's not long enough. You, yeah. You'd like it to be more of a deep dive. Mm-hmm. What else maybe don't you like? What, what critiques would you give?
1: Um, I'll be honest with you. Like That's really my only big critique. The music that he uses in the background is phenomenal, perfect. I don't know who does it for him. Um, his voice acting is fantastic. Some of the stories that he picks out are even great, but I again, I just kind of wish he'd be able to elaborate on some things he just it feels like it's being glossed over too much
0: so is this does he upload weekly do you know
1: um you know what i'm listening to the backlog right now so i'll find i'll find out more and more as i get further into this but i can tell you for sure i'm gonna keep listening to this it is a very creepy very fun filled little podcast
0: oh good good so like so this is one you'll keep listening to? Yeah, this is... I'm guaranteed... You tried to, it out and you liked it.
1: Yeah, I'm guaranteed to keep listening to this. It's very interesting. I love lore. I love pagan lore, Christian lore. Yeah, any kind of lore that's creepy or like make, makes you really kind of scared of the dark.
0: Okay, very cool. Deal. And Just, who would you recommend this podcast to?
1: Honestly, I'll, I'll say this. To the tweens out there that are listening to this and shouldn't be listening to this... Um, this You say the tweens? The tweens, yeah. Um, Out there, like, if you're 13... Fourteen. This is this is a great podcast for you because you guys have the fucking uh, attention span of a fucking goldfish. Um, So twenty minutes. (laughs) And there goes our tween listeners. Yeah, right. So twenty minutes is probably like great for you guys. Um, For people that just kind of want to learn a little bit more about why we're afraid of certain things or why our we have certain fears. Almost like a Cliff Notes. Yeah, it was like Cliff Notes. It's like it's a great way to kind of like pick up and get started to where to look. Gotcha. And. And honestly, if you're just like me, just like the lore of some things, this is like a good place to start just to maybe get, the, like you said, the cliff notes to kind of look into other stuff. And it's great. I really do love it. Another thing to consider, too, is like if you're trying to figure out how to match music to whatever you're doing, this is the podcast. All right. You may be able to email him and ask him, hey, who's your artist? This, that, and the other. How do you do this? I'm sure he, he sounds like a really nice guy, at least on his podcast. He'd probably be able to give you a lot of pointers because it's so enticing. So Just his, the background music,
0: nice. So his background music is very, very, uh, it's on point, very engaging, and you can almost use it as a standard. So you can learn something from that.
1: I would, I would say this: whoever does it for him, or if he does it, this is the standard. This is what you have to listen to 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 understand
0: that you need a flow there. There you go. So like, so aspiring podcasters and maybe people that are that are into sound engineering or or uh, sound editing, they might gain something from this guy because it's done very well.
1: Yeah, I mind you, I don't know many podcasts that do that do stuff like this. But whatever he's doing, whatever formula that it is, he's got it on on par with probably the best.
0: Very good, very good.
1: I understand why Amazon Prime decided to make a little mini series out of this.
0: Nice. Would you say that it's so? It's is the so it's really well polished as far as sound sound editing. Oh my gosh! Yes. Good, good. That's tough to find. I I know for me that like with ninety nine percent invisible, one of the things I love about it the most is that it's very clean, it's very organized, it's very polished. And they seem to just have their shit together. That is
1: one thing that's kind of hard to find
0: on podcasts.
1: Sometimes it's just too
0: jibber jabbered. Yes, yes. Sometimes the really this that that sound quality and the and the editing can really make or break. I, I think about that with our podcast a lot. Is how do I make this not sound like shit? Which is why we have a, a you know mic setup and all that. We're not just using one USB mic, uh, f- you know, plugged into a, a laptop. And praying, and praying, praying that it'll just ho- that it'll just work. What about you? What, what did you get
1: recommended, and what did you find to be positive or negative about this?
0: Absolutely. So I really wanted to go out of my comfort zone here, and I I thought of what's the like what I currently listen to, what's kind of like the polar opposite of that. Like what's a pod, What have, what podcasts have been recommended to me that I've said you know I eh, just not really my thing, and then go into that and then try that out. Uh, for me I was never interested in the true crime podcasts. The people that seem to be into the true crime podcast, they love it. It's like this this little like bub- this little community of just people that like these uh, like these styles of podcasts. And so I went into one of those. A friend of mine who like listen who's into all these true crime podcasts, pretty much that's the only thing that she listens to. Uh, I asked her for a list of them and, uh, and I picked one of those. And then I learned out later uh, when I had told her that was the one I picked, she said, no, no, that's not the one I, I think you should, I thought you should have listened to. It was another one, but I had already listened to, like, a bunch of episodes of this one and write, wrote a little bit. So I said, well, this is the one I'm going with. So you already Netflix binged. Uh, yeah, exactly. I Netflix binged this one that I wasn't supposed to. So as far as who recommended this to me, apparently nobody. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, this one I did is a, a podcast called Unsolved Murders. Have you heard of this? No, I haven't, but it Un- sounds interesting. I just I love saying it just because the inflection you can put unsolved murders, do 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 do. You know you can make it sound the X Files fucking
1: theme song goes... Yeah,
0: cue <laughs> lightning or cue thunder. <laughs> <sighs> <There. laughs> so, um, and I really really enjoyed it. At first, uh, I thought I was gonna hate it because I like ones that I like podcasts where I'm learning something. I really don't like to go on an adventure or learn a story about it but this seemed to have a good blend a good mixture the podcast is about of course unsolved murders in different time different times in history it does have a lot of dramatizations about it uh the the two we have two narrators two hosts that are telling you the factual information about the story and then they have what the conversations most likely sounded like and then you know they have sound effects and screams and stuff like that to kind of put you in that you know put you in the mood exactly almost like a like an audio drama Oh, okay, I like that. That's nice. It was really cool. At first I I was off-put by it, but then I was like, you know what, let me just get into it, let me just enjoy the story, and after that I really, really liked it. One thing I will say, though, is that the voice actors are very, very clear, you can understand them a lot, but sometimes they don't quite fit with the time period that they're supposed to be representing.
1: Oh, okay, so you might have that 40s-like villain, like, nah, see? And it's supposed to be the 18th century.
0: Kind of, not quite that extreme, but for example, uh, there was there was a, a murder that happened uh, and a whole trial that, that spanned about eight years uh, in the 60s and then kind of into the 70s, and everybody talked as if, as if they were from the 50s.
1: Okay, so it's that little bit of difference that you just pick up on and you're like, I got you.
0: Yeah, it's it's just off enough and I feel like if if maybe the voice I don't know what causes that maybe the voice actors just weren't prepped enough for for what they were doing. They were just reading the lines as they knew. They may not have known what inflection to use. But I think one of them was like like a late 60s Chicago and it didn't sound like late 60s Chicago, which is has a very distinct sound. Sounded to like it. early 70s you know New York, man. Come on. Yeah, Stop it again. was uh, and, and also the dialogue can seem very stiff. Like, for example, they say um, they didn't actually say this, but just to give you an idea, Mm -hmm. it's like and then there was, you know, she was alone home at night and there was a bang at the door or or the window smashed open window noise. And then it's I'm not expecting anybody at this hour (laughs) (laughs) when normally you'd be like, who the fuck is what the fuck was that?
1: Yeah, no kidding. You, you pull the anime, like, trope there. Like, I have to explain exactly what I'm feeling because nobody else can guess what I'm feeling right now.
0: Exactly. It sounded very anime-esque, very self-narrative. Uh, are we expecting anybody? Not at this hour. It's like, how about you say, who the fuck is that? Yeah. So, was that a knock at the door? Is, is, the, yeah, this is this someone is, trying to rob us? Yeah, this
1: is the 60s. Get the gun, honey.
0: Yeah, get the gun.
1: All right. Get I need a pack gun. of smokes, too.
0: Yeah, and it just—it seems very stilted that the dialogue can be sometimes. That being said, when that's not happening, I do very much like the voice acting, uh, and it and it it really makes it immersive for you. So you're you feel like you're not just learning information; it's like you're kind of going on an adventure with them. And you're like,
1: uh, I wonder if it's because they maybe they watch like movies from that that time era, and they kind of try to match the storytelling from there. Because um, back you know back in the day when silent films kind of fell out of favor, and you now get the into- quote-unquote, talkies, um, one of the big things they started doing is the same shit they did when it was a silent... uh, when they were on radio, but now in motion picture, where they had to explain everything, because um, like a podcast, it was all audio, Mm -hmm. and they didn't know how to quite go into that. So they might... uh, it may or may not. I have fucking no idea what their their thought process
0: I, is. I don't like to I don't like to assume. I'm just saying this is what it is. That's what it sounds like. to me that's what it sounds like. It might it might very well be. Um so maybe some more research, but I think that there's enough research available out there to figure out how Yeah. I, there's enough information out there that if you do a, a little bit of a little bit more research, you can really hit that. Uh like just over the weekend I I learned about like the transatlantic accent, which is that 50s kind of style of talking. That 50s kind of accent, which is literally Half American, half British. Back it's in the day, we used to be so much more eloquent when everybody inexplicably talked like this. Yeah, see, exactly. It's like <laughs> that. And so, uh, it's a fake accent. Nobody actually talked like that. That was a movie thing. Really, I didn't know that. Yeah, <laughs> or maybe they did talk like that. I don't. We don't know because everybody talked like that in the fucking movie. They didn't just use their. So who knows? But that was literally just an artificial accent that was created to appeal to both audiences of America and and uh, Europe.
1: See, that's interesting. Uh, not to go completely off the rails, but we kind of do that with um, America and China now. We try to find a, a good balance there because we try to make it really profitable here and really profitable in China. Exactly. Fuck the rest of the world. We need to make it in both in both of them.
0: Exactly makes total sense. But I would have liked if the story was in the fifties. I would have liked to hear a transatlantic accent, and that's kind of what I mean. And you know, if I if, if you tell me you're from Chicago, I want to hear a Chicago accent, or don't even try, just talk like normal but it's just off a little bit. Uh, So I think a little bit more writing to their dialogue would, I'd really appreciate it. Um, That being said, sometimes they also read like court uh, transcripts. So they, people, it's how exactly people talk, but you know, they really do dramatize how they talk. So as far as a a pros and cons for this, for this podcast of Unsolved Murders, uh, I would say the pros uh, is that it is very enjoyable. You do learn stuff, but it is good to know that it is dramatized so, uh, it's best to listen to it. I found it was best to just listen to it as fiction that it's just a story, even though they have facts in there, know that you know they are trying to make it a dramatic thing you know they're they're definitely pushing for that no, so kind
1: of I guess that um
0: have you ever read uh
1: God, what the fuck is that book called? Pony boy? I'm trying to remember it yes yeah, that was
0: the um outsiders
1: oh, it was the outsiders I, I think think it was the outsiders, outsiders. so it's kinda of, kind of like the outsiders then where um. You know, maybe you can take it from like that. It's a point of view from this time period, not necessarily like cold hard fact, but maybe like an extra
0: person that was there kind of looking at it. I see it as this. It's there are facts within it, like a horror movie based on a true story. OK, that's better. That's probably a better way to put it. Yeah, uh, not quite, maybe not quite as extreme as a horror movie because they really take leap. They take an inch and go a mile. Uh, these guys, I say, I think that they take an inch and, and go a few feet. And go a few feet. All right, you know what? that sounds it sounds nice to me. It sounds like something I would, I love to listen to, like a I fall asleep, because I love stories. So, well, it's about murder. So, if that's what you like to fall asleep to, I used to fall asleep to death metal. So that's that's metal as fuck. This now, uh, as far as the cons, uh, I would say, uh, I guess depending on how you look at it, if you if you want just factual information and don't want to go on an adventure, don't want to go on a story, this really isn't for you. Uh, that would uh, also one of the hosts voice, uh, her name is Wendy, and her voice, she's one of the narrators. you either really like it or you don't. It, it's very it's, it's a raspy woman's voice. Mm-hmm. And that's on you. If you know if you like that, just note that, that you're gonna get a unique sounding host. But one thing that maybe I consider it a pro, but again, it can be considered a con, is that the timing and content of their ads ha- is fucking hysterical juxtapositioning. They told a story about a girl, a a girl that was young, and she was trendy, she looked, she was beautiful, and she was murdered, and it turns out that she was also pregnant at the time. <laughs> Do-do-do-do, you know, yeah. very scandalous. And then they, right when they tell you that information, they cut to an ad for clothes to help you, to help make you look more attractive, and for when you're pregnant. That's awesome, that- it, I lo- I, lo- I appreciate little things
1: like that. Like let's slide this in right here.
0: Yeah, and I don't know if it's an in joke, but it, I I it makes me laugh every single time because it seems like the, the it is like perfect juxtapositioning, uh, and just just off enough where you're like, did they do that on purpose or maybe did they you know sometimes things like that just happen because you do the you plug in the ads later, mm-hmm. uh, they maybe not have known what you know they knew they wanted to stop the ad you know, cut to the ad at this point but maybe didn't know what the ad was going to be for and you just get this humorous juxtapositioning so if you're okay with that uh, you know then then go for it uh but i can understand how maybe it, it also can kind of take you out of the story a little bit
1: you know what it's little things like that though uh, you know it's it some people appreciate like going in going in making the extra effort for your sponsors like uh one of, one of the guys i listen to all right has a sponsorship for um like emergency food but he always does his little bit for it like ah you know it's horrible outside so I'm, I'm really oh, glossed he makes, over. Uh,
0: okay, so I think what you're saying is that even though it's not being it, – he's making the ad humorous to make it more memorable. Yeah, make it more memorable. Yeah, Bill Burr does that. Like, his ad reads are offensive and are fucking hysterical. I mean, he gives caution to the wind – uh, you, Zero you know, bucks over over what how his ad is perceived, uh, but he keeps getting ads, and it's because he's making it funny, and he's make he, you don't skip through the ads because you know it's there's like a bit in there somewhere.
1: Yeah, and that's the thing that's I think a lot of people appreciate that too, because if I have to watch a commercial,
0: <sighs> it's the end of the world. But mm-hmm. if the commercial is part of the bit, it, yeah, then it kind of flows a little better. And sometimes they actually do they, they uh, some of their ads for unsolved uh, unsolved murders. Uh, they do kind of flow it in a little bit uh, pretty well. They, they kind of put it in the story. Uh, but for me, in, in this case, because I'm being told a story, I would appreciate it. And maybe they can't do it. And I understand that they can't. Uh adds before or after the, the story because when you do it in the middle, I kind of get taken out of it. And I love to really delve in and just kind of be part of it. But when, I was, when I first started listening to it, I listened to it in my car. And I got home. I parked, and I was I was like, I don't want to get out yet. I'm still. How does it end? Hey, I, I'm five minutes out. Like, come on, just tell me. And I didn't want to get into it. Whereas five minutes prior to that, I was like, ah, I don't know if I'm going to be into this. So I've, it really can grab you. I've done that before with a couple of
1: podcasts. Just sit in my car, like, oh man, I don't want to leave right now. I have to go upstairs, and my sound system in here is so much better than in my phone. So you just yeah. kind of sit there for maybe five, ten minutes extra just to.
0: Just to, to catch up on it, because you want to yeah. hear it right.
1: <laughs> and it's, it sounds dumb, but it's it's one
0: of those things, the little creature comforts of the first world. Yes, yeah, first world <laughs> problems is you won't go inside. Yeah, right. So, I would say cons, I'm trying to think of any other cons that that, that it has. Does
1: it, ever, does it ever, like, slow down and you're like, come on, would you just fucking pick up for a second?
0: Not necessarily that. It, they seem to be pretty pretty good. It's They're about 45 minutes long every episode. It, and it's part one and part two so you're every every case that they're talking about you know is going to be two episodes so it's roughly an hour an hour and a half yeah hour and a half uh i think the frustrating part about that is that once you get up like once you get up to date with it mm-hmm. and it, it's like you know that this week you're only going to get the first half of a story and you got to wait to hear the next one oh, it, you know that. you know it's going to be a to be continued but knowing that they don't surprise you with it they're upfront about it so you can adjust I'll, I'll give him that.
1: that. I do hate when I'm surprised with To Be Continued. I'm like, fuck everything! Yeah, it's
0: like, what the if I just listen to this for? So I will say this is, as a con, as a true con, is that it definitely is, I guess I've already said this, but just to be clear, it is over-dramatized. It's meant to be that way. So as far as people I would or wouldn't recommend this to, if you like true crime stuff, maybe skip over this one if you like more factual information. Uh, but if you're down with a li- kind of a little bit of cheese... And a little bit of fun with it, then, man, this this is the one for you. Uh, and I think even people that like audiobooks would really, really enjoy this. Oh, uh, you know what? It probably would re- It probably sounds like an audiobook being read to you. Essentially, yes. And it's you know you have the dialogue back and forth. It's it very much resembles an audiobook. So if you like audiobooks and and you just want to get through quick, you know, murder stories, not quick, but you know, quick in relation to a whole book yeah right then i think this is really really cool oh and at the end of the podcast uh, at the end of the episodes they kind of talk, talk about their take what they think happened because again they're unsolved so they kind of get together they say well these are the facts quote-unquote facts that we have this all seems a little odd so you know maybe do you think this person did it was this per- person doing it was it the butler and with a knife in the kitchen yeah <laughs> yeah and so uh, i i do really enjoy that they kind of let you draw your own conclusions
1: you know what I get that's actually that's actually kinda nice.
0: Was there any like honorable mentions as far as podcasts that you wanted to mention that you anything you wanted to mention in your in your research? So in my research I, f- I found out
1: this. I fucking hate sports. Um <laughs> I tried four different podcasts that have to do with sports and something else, and very quickly found out I do nothing about sports are entertaining to me. So won't do won't do that again, won't make that mistake again. I also found out that there's a lot smarter people out there than me, by a large margin, because I tried to listen to a, uh, I can't remember what the podcast was called, but it was an engineering podcast, and it would have been great if he, like, cavemaned it down for me, but he was <laughs> using very technical terms, and I was like, I don't know what any of these mean, uh, and I'm a fairly intelligent dude, but when you're when you're talking about shit that I have fucking no idea about, caveman time. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, so you learn that... that- podcasting is a lot bigger than you would previously thought
1: yeah yeah so i i I dove into a couple different ones and just there were some i just couldn't get into because either i'm too stupid or i hate sports
0: Mm -hmm. a lot of sports ones out there very cool i'd say my honorable mention i think would be bill burr's podcast or like his his is really sweet that's another one i listened to on the reg and i didn't want to review his just because it's if you like bill burr's comedy he's a comedian. Uh, if you like Bill Burr's comedy, then you're going to love his podcast. And even if you've even if you never heard of him, I totally recommend trying it out because you might like the direction that he goes. It does seem very raw, and he just gets angry and rants. And uh, he does very unique ad reads, which if you don't like advertisements, obviously you're going to get advertisements with him, but his he makes it a lot more enjoyable. So listeners, that's for you. So after you're done listening to the Maximum Mediocrity podcast and you want to know what to listen to next, uh, there's we're, we're laying it on the table there for you of what we managed to find out. A nice, a, a nice mediocre review. By some two mediocre guys. Exactly. So uh, we hope you have a great evening, a great day, and a happy Halloween. Booga, booga, booga. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.